We're going to move. We're going to move on to our second keynote speaker, who is Meg Gentle, and I'm very pleased to introduce her. She is currently the president and chief executive officer of Tellurian Inc., which is a Houston-based NASDAQ-listed company engaged in the LNG liquefaction business. She joined the company in 2016, more or less when it was, when it was started, uh, as president and C CEO, excuse me, after spending the prior 12 years uh, with Chenier Energy in a variety of, of roles, uh, including strategic planning, finance, and marketing. Tellurian is developing a 27.6 million ton per annum LNG liquefaction facility known as Driftwood LNG near Lake Charles, Louisiana. All regulatory approvals are in place and the company is aiming for FID in the first quarter of 2020 and first production of, of LNG in 2023. The project sits squarely in the nexus of the astonishing growth in non-traditional U.S. crude oil and natural gas production and export. Global growth in demand for LNG and associated LNG shipping services and the shift to cleaner fuels, which in the near and medium term are critical to achieve the global emission targets spelled out in the 2015 Paris Accords. Please join me in welcoming Meg Gentle. Good afternoon, everyone, and Ted, Nicholas, uh, thank you for having me here, uh, and everyone, thank you for being here to listen to me talk about the LNG markets, uh, my favorite story to tell. Um, I'm going to do really three things today. Um, I want to talk about the need for additional LNG and the growth in the market, and really we foresee about 500 additional LNG vessels needed before 2030. So the LNG market is growing. That's good news always for also the LNG shipping market. Um, second, LNG is abundant and very low cost. And that means that we are gonna be here to compete um, for the bunker fuel market as everybody tries to accomplish their mission um, as you go into 2020. And third, the LNG market is now a true commodity um, with liquidity and futures indices that can be used for risk management. Um, so as we compete against other fuels uh, for the shipping business, uh, we now operate as a true market. So let me touch on a number of things about the LNG market. This is our third year of double-digit growth in the LNG market, and this year alone, uh, we have seen over 13% growth. Um, the market has continued to be very, very strong. Um, we would expect that on the demand side, that growth can probably continue, but we're mindful that we're constrained on the supply. So for the last three years, 2017, 18, 19, um, we have brought 100 million tons of new LNG into the market. For the next four years, we'll actually only have about 60 million tons of LNG that comes into the market. Uh, so in terms of growth prospects, uh, the growth of LNG is gonna come 
um, in the next major wave after 2024. The good news is that in the last 12 months, we have actually reached uh, beginning of construction on 60 million tons of new LNG. Um, and of that 60 million tons, I think about two-thirds of that um, has happened without contracts. So this is a lot of big portfolio gas um, that is bringing a lot of flexibility and a lot of liquidity to the overall market. We do foresee that another 200 million tons is going to need to reach beginning of construction in order to meet uh, market demand in the 2025 to 2030 time period. And that is going to mean that all of that LNG together is going to require uh, more than 500 additional LNG vessels. So the good news is you can see that time horizon coming uh, we have four years of construction, and you guys should only have about two. So um, we expect that the LNG shipping market will be there for us to meet that kind of demand. Second, uh, talking about LNG being abundant and low cost, some anecdotes here. Um, the new supply areas, uh, sometimes the same as the old supply areas, but uh, Qatar, Russia, and the U.S., in the U.S., we have seen so much drilling for gas that is associated uh, actually with, with oil drilling that now we are almost like Qatar in the U.S., where drilling economics are driven by oil price and gas is coming out of the well, in many cases, free gas. Um, in the Permian today, uh, we see the evidence of that oversupply of gas um, with actually more than a BCF a day of gas being flared. As we are connecting that gas to the market with new pipelines, um, we are still expecting the U.S. to increase production by more than 20 BCF a day. I think we actually hit new records in the U.S. with gas production at roughly 93, 93 BCF a day total gas production, um, which means that all of that new gas has to go for export. The kind of State of the Union on U.S. export infrastructure, there is about 100 million tons of kind of existing export infrastructure. Of that, roughly 50 million tons is producing LNG, and the other 50 is completing construction. And we will need another 100 to 150 million tons of capacity to be built in this country to eventually be exporting a total of 30 um, BCF a day, or over 200 million tons of LNG from the U.S. alone. That will make the U.S. the largest exporter of LNG on a worldwide basis, and competitive with supplies from everywhere. Um, so as you think forward to LNG supply, I would say that LNG is going to be there. We will compete against other fuels, and as we think about uh, the potential for LNG moving into the bunkering market, uh, we can foresee roughly 30 million tons um, of demand from bunkering today, uh, which could, and you know these numbers probably better than I do, but uh, get very, very large if more and more vessels are converted and new builds um, are built using LNG for fuel. Third, as we talk about increased liquidity, a couple things for you to keep in mind. We are developing future markets for LNG. 
Uh, so we are moving away from indexing LNG to other fuels. Uh, as you know, a lot of LNG today is indexed to uh, oil indices or even land-based gas markets in the U.S. and in Europe. Um, that is changing over time as we develop LNG prices. And we now have futures contracts at JKM in Tokyo, in Singapore, and the latest contract uh, on the U.S. Gulf Coast. So we're starting to have uh, the ability to manage price risk that is actually LNG-related more than ever before. Um, LNG is now always available. So today we're loading 16 vessels every single day um, with new LNG cargoes. Uh, most of that LNG is arranged to its destination, but not always. Um, and if you watch the ship trackers, you will sometimes see that the LNG vessel starts to change course um, in the middle as it's seeking a higher price market. So a lot of this flexibility is going to bring uh, more and more stability and growth into the market. So really, this is what I came to talk to you about today. Um, number one, we need a lot of LNG vessels. Uh, number two, the LNG market is growing, and it's going to be there for you as you need it for the shipping business. And number three, we do enjoy that symbiotic relationship um, between the market uh, for LNG and the market for shipping. So thank you very much, and I look forward to, to meeting all of you later today.